Uh, when I lost my mum, there were, there were moments in my life here where I swear to you, like, I needed her so bad and I closed my eyes and I felt like I had I was with her. That's what happened with me in that period of just trying to understand, I lost my mum, what does that mean? Why? Because I knew that I wanted to do something bigger, I always wanted to do something bigger, you can't always stay still. What is your main drive and ambition? Where does it stem from? Is it losing your parents? Is it the kids you've taught, you see resemblances in yourself to them? What, what drives you completely? Yo guys, welcome back to the Ballers Mindset Podcast. Today we've got one of our biggest guests so far. He plays for the SE Dons, he's got a massive online presence and we're proud to have him in the Leicester Podcast studio. Big G, how are we bro? Welcome to the Ballers Mindset Podcast, <laughs> man. I'm your host, Big G. <laughs> 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 Mate, do you know what? It's would a be... pleasure to be here, boys, man. Good, I'm really man. looking forward to you, bro. Obviously, we ask like, Premier League footballers, but you're more than a footballer. You're, you have a big online presence, so who is the real Big G? Well, I, th I think what we have to learn to be is more than one version of ourselves, and I believe that you can only get so much out of one version. So, like, there's Big G, which is on the pitch, focused, competitive, the worst that it can get. Then you've obviously got G, which is myself, yeah. the one that everyone everyone knows and loves, probably the one that, the one that has a, a funnier side to him. And then you've got, obviously, George, who is, I don't know, he's the, he's the balance act, man. He's the one that kind of says anything's possible to both, you know, because... There's, nowadays, a lot of us are doing more than one thing. You can't just be just a footballer. Yeah. You have to have different parts to it, whether it's a business, whether it's your uh, a, a father figure, a parent figure, you know. We're all growing up in it, and we have to use those versions to get us through the day, to through an hour, you know. And that's, that's why I believe I've got... There's probably three versions, a couple more crazy ones hidden in the back. And off you take away the online, all the online, you're just at home. Yeah. Oh, I wish I wish there was a different one. We, we've got <laughs> so what happened was um, as the Dons grew, yeah, we got Andy Answer involved. Mm. Um, his son Zach's our number nine. Like Baller. scored more, scored more goals than you can imagine. I've seen him score like two hundred goals in the space of like two, three, yeah, two years. Like, and he barely celebrates, so it's mad. And um, what Andy Answer told us was because um, Donnie and Chris used to edit in the kind of like the bedrooms and stuff like that at home, and he was like. When everyone moved to my my house, we built an office in the back and he was saying to separate the business from the home. Okay. Because you can imagine we had boxes up to the ceiling, like when we were shipping yeah, out yeah. merch, you boys have been following the journey. Like we used to send merch from the house and that. Yeah, yeah. So the version of me that at home is still switched on because that's where the office is. <laughs> and that's where we work from. So it's like, you, you get told to, you feel like you're, you don't work another day when you love what you're doing it. Yeah. But what you can't afford to do is like, when you work for yourself is wake up late and okay. get into those bad habits because then all of a sudden it's like, I'm better off being employed because I get stuff done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I'm at home, I'm focused, man. Even though I'm there, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway, so with your name as well, like was thinking, is it Big George or Big Goalkeeper? What's the Big G about? All right, cool. I've always wanted to know that. All right, so All right, cool. this is a very good, uh, very simple story, but it's the truth here. So, I used to work as a like a sports coach, PE teacher, um, after school clubs, breakfast clubs, lunch club, um, lessons in in primary schools, 
and the kids obviously you can't be called by the kids George or yeah. whatever it is like that's why I was surprised you obviously these lot won't know like I was trying to find where this where the podcast was and I heard George I was like who calls me who calls me George like yeah I was thinking no one calls me George like it's G G O big G I was yeah. thinking you must no really know that. me like to, <laughs> I didn't want to really. shout like Big G, yeah. Road, you know what I mean? So yeah, in they would have been like, oh, anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. So then when I heard, um, so when I was coaching in schools, like the guy who ran the company, this old guy called Simon, yeah, and like Josh Franklin, big up them. Um, he went to me, like, you can't, obviously, Coach George sounds a bit boring. You're mm. like, Big George, like, and I was like, yeah, yeah Big yeah. G. And I was like, I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> so then everyone was like, Big G, like, and the kids used to love me. Yeah. Like, it's such a, like, a, a simple name here, but I've had that name for, like, 16, 17 years now. Stop. So, like, kids who are who are eight years old are now, like, 20-odd and 15, yeah. and they're like, yeah. are you, sh like, that guy on YouTube used to coach me <laughs> in primary school, like. Still the like, same name Still the well. same name, do you know what I mean? So it's not like I created it, it was just, it was my coaching name that transitioned into football and everything else. Nah, it's cool, man. Sick, man. Did you enjoy that side? Like, do you know the coaching? Do you kind of miss oh, that? It's tiring, man. Tiring, yeah. Uh, um, how, if you how, think... long, how long did you do that for? So, I started uh, around 16, 17, stopped when I stopped, like, as in, like, main kind of source of income mm. around 26. Yeah. So, um, but I still do stuff like there's still, like, little bits I'll do, like, where I'll go and do a session with like a kid who I know, or like I'll, go, like I'll invite people in, or I'll get invited to go in and do training camps. Like we've done a, a collaboration with Puma, obviously we're sponsored by Puma, I'm also a Puma athlete, and they asked us to go and motivate the up and coming talents who are Puma athletes also. And we work with like kids from Villa, Caden, Everton, Reese, and all boys at Liverpool, all the boys, C, he's down there, Sonny who's at Leicester, uh, sorry, at Leeds, Sonny, Sonny Perkins, at, and it was just, they want you to give your experience to those. Mm -hmm. But the problem with me when I coach, I'm exactly how I play. Yeah, yeah. So you imagine, I'm like, all right, this ain't enough, keep going. <laughs> like, and the kids are, I'm like, give me more, give me more. <laughs> and so it's like, by the time I get to the end of the day, I've always, like back then, I used to go and play football straight after. I used to do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, I used to say to the kids, if I if you give me a hundred percent, I'll give you hundred and ten percent. So by the end of the day, I was like, yeah, done, blown done. yourself out. Do you think that was like doing that from such a young age? Do you think that was a good part of getting to you, like getting to where you are now? Yeah, like one one of the things that I've always had it, it about me is empathy. I've always understood that it could always be worse. Yeah. So like I know obviously <coughs> you've been watching Essie Don's journey and stuff. So uh, one of the parts of my actual development as a person was recognising when I lost my parents that I always felt like when people say, I'm so sorry for you, I'm so sorry for you, I'd be like, I understand you didn't do it. Like you didn't kill them. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you, like, it's more the fact of I've got friends who had no parents or one parent. And I was always so grateful because I had so, so in a short time that I had them and the amount of time I did, I learned so many good things. So I was always like, all right, thank you. Like, so then when I used to work with the kids, my, my, because I was working in areas where kids didn't have money or didn't have certain things, or I went to a posh school, I would always remind them of the same things that my parents were, which is manners and discipline. So like I had kids in reception, reception year one, year two, folding their uniforms. Like you don't go out to pee without doing this, or yeah. these are the manners, like boys open doors for girls and stuff like li little things like that, because I knew that, eventually I wouldn't be in the school forever. Yeah.
because I knew that I wanted to do something bigger. I always wanted to do something bigger. You can't always stay still. But while I was there, I treated it like it was my Champions League. Yeah, and them yeah. kids knew that I gave everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what? That mentality sets you apart, obviously. Even just like coaching in a school, but still putting those foundations in to leave your mark. Like say, you're not doing your coaching as much in the schools now, but you've left your mark there and they'll always remember that. Of course, well, them kids have grown up from, like you say, what, what were they, like seven, eight? Oh, as young as four. four. Like, four, I'm, I'm talking like, now. we used to do activity camps four to, four to 12 years old. Mm. I, I used to do camps where we had 270 kids a day, like in Lewisham. Like, and I'm, I'm like, like all those kids are grown up now. Like now they all still remember Instagram now, and like the messaging way. saying like, oh, I support the Dons now. I've seen you on YouTube. <coughs> yeah, that's sick. So yeah, the that growth is, is real. So man. with that, you obviously we moved on to like, what drives you? What is your main drive and ambition? Where does it stem from? Is it losing your parents? Is it the kids you've taught? You see resemblances in yourself to them. What what drives you completely? It's got you, it's, isn't it? it's, it's a good question, yeah, because it is intrinsic. Because it's me wanting to be better. It's, there's, it's the competitive side of me that just want, believes that I can. It's, it sounds. It, I, I've spoken to like Donny about, it and we've always like we're always chatting. I say, do you ever feel like you're special? Like, do you ever have that feeling where you feel like I'm supposed to do something? Yeah. I'm supposed to do something big, and and you keep telling yourself like, even when you're in a like a bad place, I can st keep going. Yeah. And then when you've got faith, like I believe in God, and you're asking yourself like, God, like why am I going through this tough patch? Mm -hmm. And then I went to church one day, and they said. It's always, it's always well and good, yeah, when it's not going well to go like, oh, God, why, why are you punishing me now? Why are you punishing mm. me? Rather than, all right, if, God, if this is the punishment I'm so, or this is the test that I'm supposed to be going through at that point, just stay alongside me and let me get through it. I'm not going to see it as a punishment. I'm going to see it as this is the test that you've got in front of me. And when I, I've always had my faith, and when I did have a period where I lost my faith was where I went into the wilderness and my life could have been a lot worse than it was, mm -hmm. you know, and I kept my faith and that is my motivation that uh, I believe that I don't necessarily know what I'm supposed to do yet, but I know that God will guide me and I just see him as my shepherd and we're the sheep and just follow him on his course. I love that. Like, I'm not, it's, I'm not religious, but he's a man of God. So and every time we have... just said that because yeah, we were literally having a literally. conversation like this only the other day and we was asking about like, sort of asked the same sort of question and I just sort of said the same sort of things of what you said there. Like it's my faith and it's to what keeps me going or it's to where I think I'm supposed to get here and there. So mm. I did try and get Elliot into the Bible, but <laughs> it's tough. Do, 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 do you know what though? It, it's it's funny here because you th there's so many different elements to SE Dons in terms of we've got so many different cult um religions within the team here where it, it, you almost have the acceptance that everyone's everyone believes in something different, yeah. but you can unite. Yeah. So like, you you will have your moment. Like I've had moments here. It sounds so probably a little bit radical, but no, I, I like it. Keep going. But <laughs> I, when I lost my mum, there were there were moments in my life here where I swear to you, like I needed her so bad, and I closed my eyes and I felt like I had I was with her. Yeah. You know, like, and it was deep. Like, I'm talking like a, whether you want to call it a dream, whether you want to call it anything, but not in, like, you know when you wake up and you think, I've just, I felt her presence. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what I felt. That's and, and and that's why I always, you believe in life after death. And that's also a big part. And listen, if we, if we one of the things that I want to make clear is, 
no one's perfect. Mm. So we're all going to make mistakes. No matter if I say I believe in God, you say you yeah. don't believe in God, you're still going to make mistakes. But when you believe in a higher power, you always humble yourself and you end up saying like, you, you're praying to to something above you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's where a lot of humility comes from. Like there's people that believe in karma and everything else. It doesn't make me a better person then because of my yeah. faith. No, 100%. Obviously, I believe there's like higher power there. I do. And like when, when he speaks to me about supply, they say in our timing right now. When I'm getting stressed about something, he's like, just chill. Our time will come, our time will yeah. come. And yeah. I just see that in you with what, yeah. what you were saying, basically. You need, you need to trust this time because we... Uh, I, I know this ain't a mess. Listen, if you're at home and you're thinking, is this mass? It ain't, yeah? <laughs> it's just a big part, yeah, of what you do. And no, it's massive, yeah. What you have to learn to do as well, yeah, is if you're a person that believes in something, yeah, your success should be a testimony to his power. There's boys in the Premier League that I know base. Do you know what I mean? He's just signed for Fulham. Like there's boy, boys up and down the country, yeah, who pray before every game. Yeah. And guess what, yeah? Junior Stanislas, he's another person. Like Prem, Ferrier State all the way to the Premier League. Mm. I could give you name after name after name yeah, of people. You see John Bostock, he's got his thing through. Obviously, he does the, is it Ballers Through God or Ballers yeah, Through Faith? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah long he's a county now, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you shouldn't be afraid to say like, I'm successful because I pray or I'm successful because I've got to this. So no, this isn't a mass, <laughs> but this is what the driving force no, is good, behind man. the team. Obviously we're ballers mindset. We're trying to yeah, dive yeah. deep into your mind. We're not here. We're here for the football chat, yeah. but sometimes them podcasts are a bit cheesy and that. That's what I say. I say, I, mean? I say, God bless our hard work. Simple. Yeah. That, well, simple as that. Hard work will get you places. There you go, man. Talent won't. No, 100%. Love that. Do you want to move on to that part there? Yeah. So we touched um, on it. What was like, Obviously, started Don's and that, but what was the purpose behind Essie Don? Why did you like? I can't, I can't claim no, no. Um, I'm not the founder. Yeah. Don Strapsy and, and Ryan Palmer are the founders of Essie Don. Donny, um, shout out Donny Jones. Yeah, man, Donny Jones, Don Strapsy, Donny <laughs> Bones Jones. He's got bare names. That's it. Um, he's he's been my best friend since we were kids, and. Believe it or not, he was the best footballer out of all of us. Mm. Like he got picked up by like Man United soccer schools and everything else, like Charlton, all them teams, you know. But it never worked out for him, and life life works its way round. And him and Ryan Palmer started the club because they just wanted to. Ryan Palmer's a sick footballer, like, yeah, yeah. main man. Like they're all sick. Yeah, man. like but he he was like he's an icon at the football club. Yeah, and he was like, look, you need to start a team, etc. We was all playing like in around Sunday teams, and then. They formed the club. Chris, the cameraman, mm. Kay Lambo. He was like, he was f following Donny, trying to follow like the vlogs of him doing his music, like a comeback because he was so inconsistent, and he went in. He wanted to interact with his supporters, <coughs> yeah, yeah. and then he started vlogging. In. Then Donny was like, "This team is like our team is actually full of bare yeah, character. <laughs> Forget about ballers. They weren't no ballers. We yeah. were losing every week, like <laughs> celebrating a, a goal and you're losing five one. Like, I've been the first season. Every game was lost." And then, like, my thing, like, my transition into the team was, like, the boys were like, bro, you're the best goalkeeper we could bloody have, yeah, and you don't even want to play. Yeah. I was like, no, but I want to win. Like, so, but the boys were like, come on, man, join us, join us. So I would play play now and then, and then I'd be like, me and Donnie would be in the middle of the pitch. I'm, like, flipping, flying in for tackles, doing a madness. And then the team just picked up and the momentum of the team. And it's just, it's incredible to think, like, where we are at, at this present time. Yeah. Like, Flip, it's Flip's his birthday today. So, I, I, I proof that I weren't lying. I said to yeah, him yeah. in Leicester when he was talking about <laughs> partying, and I was like, no, I gave the boys my word. You did. Like, he walked in in the first episode, 
In fact, the second one, so it was uh, the longest ninety episode, and he self he basically announced himself as a self proclaimed manager. Yeah, <laughs> best dressed man in Sunday league. So big up him on his birthday. Yeah, big up, big up, big up, man. How did you uh, get to play any goal? Where did that all stem from? Yeah, yeah. So that that's one of them stories that people still don't believe to this day. Um, <laughs> I probably played in goal in like my first sixteen years, maybe. 20 games, 20, 30 games in, in total. Like, yeah. didn't really play, didn't really care about football. It wasn't anything of interest to me. Like, mm. just my best friends, Mitch Crook yeah, yeah. And, and Donny, obviously, and were Man United supporters. His dad, Mr. Old School's from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Man United are in full prime. We're talking, I'm nine years old. We're talking treble times. Yeah, Man yeah. United, still to this day, is the biggest club in the world. Yeah, they are. All right, cool. All right, yeah, <laughs> I know they are. I know right. they are. Do you know? Yeah. I mean? So in that period, I'm learning commercially. No, no, no. As a football club, <laughs> post time and 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 trophies, everything else. So it was uh, actually a ball. I'll no, give it United. Not, in, not in Premier League titles. Not in Premier League titles, but like as an overall collective. Still not. I'm United. I think, I'm sure they won above. So honestly, I had a look at. Do you want the story or do you want to talk about? Oh, <laughs> right. So, so as I was saying, yeah, man, we were we were being told. Like, I was learning my I learned my trade about obviously being a Man United supporter and just kind of just watching the games and stuff yeah, yeah. like when I'd go around, and then I end up get like I said in the kind of wilderness period of my life between like fourteen when I lost my mum and sixteen seventeen was when like I was just getting into all sorts of trouble uh, and j- purely based on a, just being a young person who doesn't know how to grieve. And I think a lot of lot of us at that point, or even to this day, don't know how to handle the grieving process of losing such a important person in your life and understanding trauma actually exists. Yeah. So a lot of the time, things that happen to us or the way we behave at a later date is because of the trauma we've been through at a younger age. Yeah. And some of us don't, actually recognise what that trauma is. It's like the kid who hasn't got enough money to buy trainers, when he finally gets money, what does he buy? He buys 50 trainers, <laughs> you know, because he's, he's saying, I'm never going to have that. There's that feeling when you, you're somebody who's had the gas and electricity go off, you make your money, I'll, I'll, I'll direct debit that, that ele- gas and electricity because I never want to be cold again, yeah. you know, like, so, or even to the point where, you know, like when it comes to women, like somebody who's lost a female role role model, so not a female figure as important yeah. as a mum. You don't your relationship with women changes because you don't want that. You don't want to feel like you've lost somebody that's important to you mm. or a female to get that close to you. So guess what happens? You don't want to get hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to feel like you have to be in a relationship to have that. And that's what happened with me in that period of just trying to understand. I lost my mum. What does that mean? Why? Like what can what you age was this? 14. You lost yeah, yeah. So you don't know, you don't understand, and you don't you don't want to talk about it. And your friends, your family only ask for a month or so. Yeah. Then life goes on. I'll be yeah. honest, that's grieving. And you shouldn't feel like you're being let down. That's grieving. That's what happens. People, oh I'm so sorry. Guess what? Life goes on. You know? And that's part of what happens anyway. So in that period where I'm kinda lost and whatever, I end up in the youth offenders. And they there was like a football pin, a football pen, like you know, like cages and stuff. And I remember like there was like, oh, you can kick ball. Here. I was like, kick ball in, <laughs> like, you, like what are you talking about? Like we're here to be punished. Like we're yeah. we're locked up. How can you be here? Like, 
And then it was like, yeah, you know, and I remember I had like the worst pair of gloves, you know, like hand-me-down gloves, like <laughs> holes in them. They'd been worn by about 85 other prisoners <laughs> before you, like, and then I was, I went in goal and it was just one of them positions. I, I always, if I ever played a position, I would go in goal, not because I was rubbish, because I was just, the, yeah, like, no, I wasn't even the biggest, but I was just like, I just, I'm not scared to go in, like, go on, I'll go in goal. And I went in, I was just incredible. I was incredible. That, I'm not blowing my own, but I was, I was crazy. I was just... <laughs> Everyone was like, what the hell? Are you a pro? Like, have you played before? Like, you know, like when you go past, like, I don't know, like a goals or something like that, and you see somebody in goal, and you go, bro, that bit is fake. Like, that, <laughs> like who the hell is that guy in goal? You can't get past him. And I was, I was just the best, best player in the whole jail. And everyone was like, you need to do something with that. And it was just the respect. I remember it's just that respect feeling of someone going, you are that good. Yeah? And I was like, I'm going to make myself that good. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to chase it. And yeah. then, I told myself, I was like, my initials are GK. Yeah. So first name and last name, George Camarasi. I was like, GK, GK. Like, you're supposed to be a goalkeeper. Meant to like, be. I'm, I'm telling my, like, affirmations, <laughs> like, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do this. And then I just, because of how I think, I, even though I knew I wasn't the best, I would ask questions, how do I get better? Yeah, yeah. Whereas older or young, and I just earned my position, man. Got to where we are today. That's crazy. Sick, so you didn't actually pick it up till no. a later 17, age. Yeah. 17. And, and it's taught you to international football. Right. So that is the biggest challenge that I'm, <laughs> I promised myself before I can't kick a ball no more. To play for Uganda is like, Amazing. that's the, get, that, deep, that's really? the biggest thing. And like, do you know what the truth is, yeah? When you dream that big, yeah, because it is a dream, like, it sounds so ludicrous. Yeah. It sounds it sounds almost impossible, but who's to say that I can't do it? No, literally, yeah, no one. Of course. Crazy. How? What was the feeling like to actually? So from setting yourself out, right, I'm gonna do this, and then to actually doing it. So the process now, the last bit now is so the coaches are all aware of me. The next bit is being invited into a camp, mm. and then earning a squad number, or earning a place. So what they do is that they monitor your progress, whether you're playing whatever division you're playing at. Yeah. And then they keep an eye on you and they, they obviously you're in contact with like the goalkeeping coaches and the managers and they let you know like, right, if there's a camp that they feel that like it can get you involved in, you will. So that's the next big step. Once that happens, God. What are we hoping for? 2023, 2024? <sighs> oh, anything's but listen, yeah. if it means I have to <laughs> go out 40, if I have to be 40 years old with no legs left, let it be, man. That's that driven to, to succeed I, for just it. Got, I just need that door to open. Um, and then once that door opens, Lord knows what's next. That's crazy. That's when you've Positive done something. You've done, you've done something, something that has never been seen before. And there's only one squad number you want there. It's just the yeah, one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you make your debut. If you make your debut for your country, you've done. You're, you're one in a million. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, but it's, it's it's a real challenge, and you have your up days, you have your down days, and that's what I'm saying. You just have to. It's, it's within yourself where you just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You have a bad day, you have a bad week, you have a bad injury, you keep going, keep going. Because it's only you, man. Yeah. And that's why they say, like, you write your own... If you want to be the star in your own film, you can be. If not, you end up just being a star. Not even a star, you'll be just somebody a passenger. else's story. Exactly, yeah. somebody else's story. Well, everyone's got their own story. Yeah. That's why we're doing this kind of thing, building a platform. We want to be the stars in our story. Take inspiration from you and the other guys there. Like, almost came from nothing. Well, pretty much did, create a football team and, do you know what I mean, rose up all together. And I want to know is also, how did you become a main figure at the SC Dons? So you got all these characters that started it, you joined the journey, but now, now captain, 
main goalkeeper. <laughs> I, I didn't try to. Yeah. I think I wasn't trying to be. Donny says it all the, all the time to me. Be like, bro, like big G. Like when I think of SC Don's, what's the first person I think of? I think of you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but your Don Strapsy is the club. Do you understand that? Yeah. And I'm like, but it's only because everyone listens to the loudest voice in the changing room. <laughs> so I've just got to keep shouting. Literally, it's you. I keep shouting. I'll, I'll keep making a noise. But no, it's it's because I'm committed. Yeah. I'm committed, and everyone knows how much the Don's means to me. How much the family means to me. And the supporters buy into that because they know what we've come from to where we are now and what we're trying to do to them is to keep them in the loop in terms of what's actually happening at the club so they can understand the decisions that happen. Mm. Because from afar, you might start seeing players not available anymore and then you, you, or deals happen and things like that. And we have to keep them in the loop because... Believe it or not, you know, like when you see like big celebs and it's oh, my fans met them. If it wasn't for my fans, the Dons, <laughs> no, the Dons family, without them, there's not 250,000 subscribers at that point. Yeah. There's not 100,000 on Instagram. There's not, Big G doesn't have the, the backing of the Dons support, you know. Mm. I don't end up on a soccer AM. I don't end up, but I haven't done all, the, I haven't put in them performances thinking that's what I want. It's just the fact of I want to play for my friends. I want to give them my all. And people can tell when you mean it. Yeah. So that that that's where kind of <clears throat> my role came in the team. It was the motivator of the team and just keeping us in games and letting the the strikers nick all the headlines. Zach and Nathan Palmer. Yeah. Obviously goals galore. So big. What would you say makes someone as like so big, so like vulnerable? Vulnerable. Yeah. Like what would make an online with your online presence? How would that make you vulnerable? Easy. Imagine giving the best team talk in your life, yeah, and then getting slapped five 0 straight after. <laughs> like, and the comments. Go yeah, back. like I, I remember. So one of the one of the speeches I'd done there, which was in the Paul Picard Cup final, I said, "God doesn't give you strength; He gives you opportunities to show how strong you are." Right? Yeah. He doesn't give you strength. Go on, show me how strong you are. Like, if your faith is real, like, show me, mm. show me who you are. And I remember, yeah, like it went on TikTok. And like people was like, can you imagine? He gave that team talk and they got beat six one. No, he didn't. It, that that TikTok that TikTok had over a million views of of that yeah, and the actual cup finals had over a million views on YouTube. But that was one of my best performances for the club, and we went on and won it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you speak and you back it up with action, you're the man. But when you speak and you get beaten, yeah. lose. Look, look at McGregor. People have gone from being McGregor's top fans to now, oh, I can't stand the way yeah. he talks. But guess what? When he was talking his talk and he was saying his affirmations, everyone was backing him. Yeah. Everyone was saying, oh, I love this guy. I love... Mm. The, road, the, the road to success, everyone, was, everyone loves the underdog. And then when you're at the top here, difficult, man. Yeah. It's difficult to keep, keep that likability. What sort of way do you mean? Like? I, all right, I'll give you an example. I saw it on, um, I think it might have been... I'm just bait, yeah. And he was talking about there was a podcast about um, two a guy and a girl, and he was saying about he was talking about Stormzy. Yeah. And they, I don't know if you saw it, and he was saying, "Ah, oh, I liked Stormzy more when he was um, hungrier now, like when he didn't have money, yeah. Because now when he raps, I can't relate to oh, the yeah, stuff. I've the stuff. That, yeah. Now I've he's talking that. about watches. He's that. talking about yeah, um, that. food that I can't ever even pronounce. She's yeah. about his so chain or something. There, there you go. And then she was like, "Man, hold tight, you man. You can't <laughs> even." You're wearing your fake chain, yeah, aspire to what they're trying to do. Yeah, so it's very difficult, yeah, especially in a culture of where we're from, which is England. 
um, to have the confidence to speak things into existence mm. because there's always somebody who wants to shut it down. We played a cup final, the Plumstead Cup final, our most recent final. Donny said, yeah, I guarantee Essie Dons are going to win this cup final. He said, quote tweet that. I said to him, what's the difference between him being confident and a clown? The result. Yeah. We won the, we won the game. So now what he said is the truth. Yeah, yeah. We lose the game, now you're a clown. Yeah, yeah. That's the thin line, especially in the culture where we're from, where it's America, talk your talk. Yeah. Don't hold back. <laughs> I'm the best. Hold on, no, LeBron's better than you. I'm the best, I'm Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Michael Jordan's better than you. Michael Jordan, I'm the best. I'm Kobe Bryant. <laughs> what, I'm the man bar. That's my mentality, tell yeah. me. <laughs> That's what, that, they're oh, able to so do true. that. If you lot are saying you want to be the biggest podcast, go and do it. Go and get there and what proves it. Uh, we work, right? We work. Practice is what, and that's what it is. Practice, all your practice, you getting this wrong, rehearsals, doing it over and over and over. People only see, they, they say, you only see that, that, that success, yeah? At the very top. Like yeah? the tip of the iceberg. The tip of, and it's so sweet. The success is so sweet. <laughs> but the losses and everything else underneath it are the worst. The bad days, the days where you mess up your lines, the days where he turns up and he smells and you think, bro, <laughs> take it serious. Today. That's more him. Do you know what I mean? Right. Take it serious, man. We're trying to do something here. You know, like the tip of the iceberg is so, so sweet. The medals, those mm. bits. But the days where you're really down, the days where you are, you don't want to do it. That That's the discipline. That's the makeup of, of the champions. And that's why they say it practices everything. Practice, practice, practice. Honestly, bro, you're aspiring, man. Yeah. No, we, no, no, we've I'm had days, like... literally, I've taken it all night, yeah. but we've had days where we're just like, yeah, deflated it's or long. I'm trying to drag him through a day, like yeah. phoning him, phoning him, not answering, or he's trying to get some out of me and I'm asleep or, but like you get them people in your life and it's just probably, like you said, your time will come and if you graph for it, you'll get it. You had a, one of your boys that came on before. I think he, he played with Jude. Yeah, yeah, so Dempsey played like against him at uh, yeah, youth level. At yeah. youth level, like played against um, Jude and them lot, yeah. Uh, what you'll learn, yeah, is you you can never, you can't always predict who's going to be next up. Mm. So what you've always got to do is always give back, yeah. yeah. There, I'll give you two examples. Um, Scarlett at um, Tottenham, yeah, young boy, striker. yeah. Yep. Pedigree boy, watch out yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Like real yeah. exciting young lad, yeah. I remember watching him at like 14, 13, sharing highlights of his seasons for the, yeah. it's like, oh, I love the Dons. I was like, yeah, man, come on. Like, I'm going to support a yeah, yeah. Now look at him. Yeah. Like, you don't know who's next. Jude, I remember watching him his, when he scored against Charlton. I was at, at the Valley. Yeah. I follow, well done today, well done. Like, you don't know. Who's going to think he's going to be the next big star at, at Real Madrid from like Birmingham City? Like, so you always have to give back. And it's not, you're not giving because you're thinking, I'm going to receive something back. It's just because you're in that position to say, like, go on. If this helps you to go and kick on, why not? Yeah. If you, if the best life <coughs> drops has ever said at the Dons, bro. If you want to be taken seriously, take shit serious. Mm. You've got to make people feel it. Yeah. Take your shit serious, boys. Mm. Like, don't, don't play about with it. Mm. Take yourself serious. Because that's how you'll grow. Yeah. It's nothing, it's not, it's not about, I'm Big G. Who's Big G? Big G's George. I'm, I'm me. Sunday, I play Sunday League football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I take Sunday League football to a, a level of seriousness where you have to believe, this is why I'm telling you it's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's this big. And where we go in the next 12 to 18 months, I can, honest to God, man, 
don't want to talk too soon, but we're about to do some big things, man. Yeah, sky's the limit for the Dons. Looking forward to it, man. <laughs> Honestly, I want to know now. <laughs> Turn the mics off. <laughs> Literally. Hey, we'll, we'll spruce it up a little bit. We're going to go into a little one-word game. So we're doing it at Casey McAteer, Leicester player. We're doing it the episode. So we're going to say one word, go. You're going to give us a one-word answer back. Might touch on them after, but then we'll just do a little game first, though. So we're going to start SE Dons, one word. Anything. <laughs> Biggest rival. Quick G. Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. You're killing me. Biggest rival. Do you know why? I wanted to say Real Madrid. <laughs> like, I want a big game. Come on then. Uh, Don Strapsy. Goat. Ben Foster. Happy. <laughs> Favourite team. Man United. Puma. Athlete. Soccer AM. Bullard. I said you'd say that. I said yeah. <laughs> Your goat. All time. Joe Hart. And the most recognised baller in your phone book. Oh, that's a good one. Only the biggest and the best here. The biggest, yeah. Most recognised baller in your phone book, G. David Beckham. Wow. <laughs> what a madman. Do you want to end it on the ending? Yeah. The most important part. Yeah, this is the most important part. So we understand, obviously, that you are very inspirational and you're very inspiring to a lot of people. But like... Um, is there anything that you would like to say to anyone who's maybe listening who could be potentially be going through something shit or that, do you know what I mean? It's a real dark time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I need to no, think about No, you need to, yeah, it's a deep time. question. Obviously, I need, I need to think about this. Obviously, we see you, obviously, you're quoting up all quotes and stuff all the time. You know Very is, inspirational. I, I don't, it's not that I, I think about what I'm going to say, I just talk, I talk from what I would say to myself. That's where yeah. my team talks come from. Yeah. So when I say something, it's not I'm talking to the boy, I'm 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 saying what I'm saying to myself, like this is what I, I believe. So yeah. it's difficult because the person watching this might be one of the very few people that these videos might get only a hundred views, mm. you know, might only get ten views. Mm. And that doesn't actually matter. Mm. But the person watching this is watching it for a reason because they maybe relate to SC Dons, they maybe relate to me, they might be grieving, they might be somebody who's looking for, aspiring to be a footballer, somebody who feels like where they're at isn't respected. And I would say to them, this is, this is why you need to be proud of where you come from. Because you might not be where you want to be right now, but that's fine. As long as you're willing to keep going, show that resilience, write down some sort of plan of action in terms of what you want to do. So to this day, I still have a vision board. Yeah. It's in my room, you know, and that's pictures of things that I want to work towards and experiences I want to have that might seem a little bit crazy, you know, destinations or, or like experiences, but those same things, same things that I've got on my vision board, once I've achieved them, I take them down. Yeah. And I've done that with pictures and I've done that with writing to the point that I look back now a year later and I'm like, I spoke that into existence. I, I said I was going to do that. I said I was going to do this. So I think if you're somebody that's lacking a bit of structure, whether that's because you've created an opportunity for yourself to work for yourself, don't take the piss out of yourself and start getting bored and getting into these habits of waking up late and not taking yourself seriously. If you're somebody who's employed at the moment and you feel like 
you're not achieving what you're supposed to be doing, that's good because that means that you want to be even more successful. But don't don't look at it as you're being held back. Look at it as what can I do alongside what I'm doing now to create the life I want to live or the opportunity I want to live or the experience I want to have because the only way you open up your mind here is by different experiences and that is by travelling the world. That is by leaving where you're from. And that's why you're only one influence, you're only, you're only one circle of influence away from changing your life. And that sometimes means going to people that are doing what you would like to do and asking the question how and not being afraid to look silly. Mm. Because you have to drop your ego sometimes, boys. Like when I was in goal and I had younger goalkeepers better than me, I'm like, how did you do that? How did you, what taught you that? How did you do that technique? Mm. Or if I had to ask, oh, I've made this mistake. How did I do that? How do I bounce back from that? There's people out there who've got experience or are doing things similar to you that you can maybe lean on. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Take their advice, learn from it. And when you fail, you're gonna 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 fail, but eventually you will get that sweet taste of success. And people don't believe that because they give up. And there's this image that we've got at, at HQ, yeah? It's that guy digging, I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, like he's the guy, so close. He's so close to the diamonds, He man. gives up. One of them gives up and the other one keeps. Yeah. You've seen it, like the diamond's there, like you're so close, you're digging, you're digging. And then just before, just before you hit the diamonds, you give up. You've been clawing all that way. And that, the success is on the other side, on the mud. And you're like, nah, man, it's not for me. So give yourself a challenge, man. I'm going I'm to be fighting in September because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, listen, I've, I've had this battle, which has been throughout my whole life, believe it or not, um, which is comfort eating. I'm a comfort eater because I can deliver on everything else. <laughs> but then when I got injured or when I'm stress about other things, what I end up doing is I comfort eat. Mm. Whether that's cookies or whatever, Maryland cookies or whatever, dangerous for me. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm stressed, man. I'm like, imagine every episode of fine, blah, 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 performance I'm getting, might get a man of match, might get, we're winning. But guess what? I'm not looking after me. Mm. And that's another thing that I'd like to, a lot of people to learn to do, man. Learn how to look after yourself before you look after others. And that's Big tough. I, 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 I still struggle with that because a lot of people rely on me. Mm. But if you can learn to look after yourself, yeah, and change the habits that you have, you'll be able to help a lot more people. That's why they say that we know when a plane's crashing or whatever, put your mask on first, first. before we start, start <coughs> because you'll be able to save a lot more people after. Yeah, definitely. So that would be my message, man, it, that you're gonna get a lot more no's before you get the yeses, one million percent. Love that. And you just have to keep going. Do you know what? Bang. It's crazy listening to you and the things that you say because like, there's so many things that you've said on this episode that literally we was talking about. Yeah. That I could list off probably five, six, seven things that you've said that we've already spoke about. And it's like, I'm a firm believer of you, you, every person you meet, you meet for a reason. Do you know what I mean? And everything that happens, happens for a reason. Mm. And I feel like we were supposed to, like, there was a, you were supposed to come on this podcast. The fact that we had that game... And that we still, and we've managed to link up again. And I feel like just from even just when you said about that diamond digging, we literally was talking about yeah. it the other day and like how you brought it up. And then it was on about the faith thing. And we was literally talking about that the other day. And it's like, I just feel like some things are made to be. And I feel like having you on this, op this episode, this episode was sort of like made to happen. 
Know what I mean? Right time. Right in a cheesy way, but yeah. you know what I mean? But listen, uh, another thing that you've also got to remember, yeah, which a lot of people worry about is views. Mm. Authenticity is the most important thing. Of course it is. I, I started my channel, yeah, not because I wanted loads of views, because I wanted to make sure that I left it. It sounds so bad, but I thought to myself, if anything happens to me, yeah, I want my kids or whoever watches this to have a catalogue of work where they feel like they can watch this back yeah. and they feel like I'm there. Yeah. Because we're, we're from a generation of our parents used to take photos to show us what it was. Look, you did this when you were kids. Yeah, yeah. We're the generation which records yeah. to show you. Yeah. And I feel like that's the beauty of what cameras and everything does. We're going to be, your grand, great grandkids are going to know who you are. Yeah. From the work you do now. Powerful. It's mad. It's mad, isn't it? That's what technology has done. Crazy. The fact you can FaceTime someone across the world, yeah, Nan, whatever, crazy. and be like, oh, yeah, and connect. Crazy. And that's why like, I, I said to myself, any content I do, I just want them to know that I was serious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took, yeah, definitely I, I was focused, I was focused, but I also <coughs> had a good time. Of course, and you definitely, brother. Anyway, you've inspired me in this hour. Don't know about um, you. Competition. But yeah, do you want to quickly, if it's all right before we end the episode, we've got a little wheel to spin for you. So we had a shirt competition, Didici Otto. He does all personalised shirts for footballers and stuff. It's this black one here. Mm -mm. We'll shout you out, get one made right. for you and that. Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal, he's worked with lights. Is he the one that did the Gabriel um, yeah, yeah. Martinelli one? Yeah, yeah. So obviously we're doing a competition. So if I get this, I win it. <laughs> Whoever wins, mate. Oh no. So what happened? So down that lens there. Yeah. Tap that wheel so we know it's not faked, not rigged. Whoever, and then whoever wins, just call the name out. Yeah, go on. Just let them know they're the winner. And then tap it again. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's right, it'll stop. Turn it around. Show it that camera, I'll show it this camera there so they can see all that one. So it's not faked, that's probably a better one. There's a land on. Sam Alvey. Shout Samuel out Sam. Alvey, you are the competition winner. I hope you get your prize. <laughs> you'll get it mate you'll get it sign seal <laughs> delivered <laughs> no pleasure my bro I appreciate that so no, much man love, love boys pleasure, love, bro. Love, yeah. love, anyway, love 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 wrap it up yeah um, obviously guys we've had Big G in the fucking I didn't mean to swear we've had Big G in the building um, tune into the Ballers Mindset podcast another thing I'd like to say thank you to everyone who's been watching who's subscribed who's tuned in liked all the videos shared we're going to keep going but yeah Hey, what's, like, your, what's your tagline? It's coming. It's coming. Like, subscribe and share. And remember, that's a wrap. <laughs>